It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Thank you, Father. Glory to your name, O Lord God. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Father. We just thank you, Father. We just glorify your name, O Lord. Because you are worthy to be praised. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. And we give you the honor. You are worthy to be praised, O Lord God. And we thank you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Because you are worthy to be praised, O Lord. We just thank you, Father, for another day. We thank you for this time and opportunity, Lord, to come before your presence, O Father. With thanksgiving and with joy in our heart, Lord, saying good thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning, O Lord. Thank you, Father, that we have found grace in your sight again another morning. We thank you, Father, for all that you've done for us. We thank you that you have given us divine favor today, that you go before us today. Hallelujah. And that you give us favor with man, O Lord. We thank you, Father, that you give us instructions, O Father, and that you would give us wisdom, understanding, and insight. Hallelujah. To those that you send to cross our path, Father. Someone may need, need ministering today. Father, give us an open ear and an open heart to hear your voice on today. Lord, and we pray, Father, for the victims, Father, in Texas, the, the islands, O oh Lord God, that are facing this great destruction, this great storm, O oh Lord. And we just ask, Father, that you would have mercy, Lord. That in it all, Father, that men will come to repentance and turn to Christ the Messiah, O Lord. That they will receive you as Lord and Savior. And for those, Father, that will blame you, hallelujah, for not being there, for not protecting them, O Lord. Father, we pray that you would soften their hearts, O Father, that they would, Father, that you would give them understanding of the times, O Lord, that you would send forth your Holy Spirit to minister to the hearts and the mind of the men and the women, O Father. We know that children are in your care, but we ask, O Father, that a heart of repentance will come forth out of this out of these tragedies, O Lord. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters, O Lord God, that are living in these cities, on these islands in Florida, Texas, some of the Caribbean islands, O Lord. We ask, O Father, that you would have mercy upon our brothers and our sisters in Christ the Messiah. And that you would make provision for them to escape, O Father, the hurricane that's coming their way, O Father. That's the Caribbean islands and Florida. We ask that you have mercy, O Father. We thank you, Yahweh, that you are a God of mercy and that you are a God of love. 
We thank you, Yahweh, that you hear us when we call unto you, O Lord. Forget not your benefits, O Father. Forget not, Father, that we are just dust. But we ask for mercy, Father. Father, we pray for our family members. We pray, Father, that you would bring them to the saving revelation knowledge of Christ the Messiah. That they would come to know him, O Father. And that they would come to rely upon him, them, O Lord. We ask, O Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, that men will come to know you in this time and hour. Your word said, now is the time, now is the season for salvation. And we ask, Father, that you would open up hearts, O Father, to receive Christ as as their Messiah. For you are the one that even gives us a gift of faith. So we ask, Father God, that you, Father, would stress forth your hand, O Father, and touch hearts today, that they will come to receive Christ as their Lord, their Savior, and their King. We thank you, Yahweh. In the name of your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, good morning, beloved. Good morning to you. Grace and peace unto you and your family. Hallelujah. I do apologize for um, not being on the broadcast in a couple of days. I have been uh, very sick. The enemy has been attacking my body. And I have been very sick. Hallelujah. But God is merciful. God is good. Hallelujah. And um, I'm I'm being healed. Glory to God. I am being healed, beloved. Because of the prayers that are going up by the saints. I am being healed. Glory to God. But God is merciful. And God is good. We're starting, hallelujah, on chapter 6 in our um, manuals, Knowing God's Voice. We're on chapter 6, hallelujah, in our manuals that are provided by Harvest International Institute. And the title of this is How God Speaks to Man. Now last night I was up real late, beloved, um, studying this chapter, uh, glory to God. Uh, yesterday afternoon, I believe, or evening, the, the, my fever broke. Cause you know when you have a fever that you're weak, <laughs> your, your intention span is very short. So today, uh, last night, I had a chance to, to to I didn't get far in in um past the key verse of our study. 
I didn't get far. I got I got stopped at uh, our key verse. And um, as I was looking through the different commentaries and reading the commentaries of these famous men, hallelujah, the men of old, that uh, I received a lot of information concerning Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 and if you would turn now to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 I am um, give me a a moment beloved and be patient with me I am sending out this text uh, I'm sending out this text uh, to, to those listeners that tune in uh, via the Spreaker app hallelujah letting them know that um Women of Grace, a voice in the wilderness is broadcasting right now. Hallelujah. But you know, God is good, beloved. God is good. He is merciful unto us. Hallelujah. God is merciful unto us his people he gives us room to repent hallelujah because he loves us so he loves us so beloved and it's his good intention for us to come to that revelation knowledge of his will in our lives So we want to place our focus on the King of Glory. Because we are living in evil evil times, beloved. We are living in an evil, evil days. Hallelujah. And now is the time of salvation. Now is the time for us to prepare ourselves. Hallelujah. For the coming King. We must be ready for his return. Things are being put in place and position for the Antichrist system, hallelujah, to take place before the king returns. So we want to be a people that is prepared and ready for what's getting ready to happen. Hallelujah. Okay, coming out of this right now, beloved. If it allow me. <laughs> Hallelujah. If it allows me. Yes, turn your swords to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 17. Hallelujah. You know, as I get you know they say as you get older that you can't remember stuff well but when it comes to the word of God when God is uh, pointing out a scripture to me I can auto- he automatically writes that 
upon the table of my heart. Hallelujah. And this Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 has been deep in my heart. Hallelujah. And it reads out of the Amplified Bible. Wait a minute. We're going to read verses 15, uh, 16. Wait a minute. 15 to 17 because they are connected. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 to 17 at the Amplified reads, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. I apologize, that's the King James Version. Hallelujah, I forgot I did not switch over. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 to 17 read Look carefully then how ye walk Live purposefully and worthily and accurately Not as the unwise and witless But as wise, sensible, intelligent people making the very most of the time, buying up each opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish, but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is. Verse 17 is our key verse. Hallelujah for our study for lesson uh, 6 on today. Turn your swords to Colossians Colossians chapter 4 verse 5. That's Colossians chapter 4 verse 5. Which reads out the Amplified Bible. It says, Behave yourselves wisely, living prudently and with direct discretion in your relations with those of the outside world, the non-Christians, making the very most of the time and sizing, buying up the opportunity. What is he saying here? Buying up the opportunity to be a witness for the Lord. Hallelujah. To walk in wisdom and to hear his voice so that you will be able to communicate God's love to whomever he brings across your path to preach the gospel to. God is concerned about the souls of the lost. He loves the souls of the lost. Turn your swords now to Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Hallelujah. By the grace of God, keep me in prayer, beloved, because my throat is still hurting. God is able to heal, but let his will be done. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 reads Do not conform to this age This world Fashioned after and adapted to its external 
superficial customs but be transformed changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideas and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you hallelujah many uh, people ask how do I know the will of God here in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 this is one hallelujah of many lists of ways that God will reveal his will from his word and his will is not for you to no longer be conformed to this world this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs his will for your life is to be transformed to be changed by the entire renewal of your mind that is God's will for your life that your mind be transformed by the reading of the word he wants to replace the old worldly attitudes and ideas with new ideas and new spiritual attitudes of his kingdom within your soul how do we know the will of God is by reading his word hallelujah I looked up the word vague that is found out of the amplified Bible it says therefore do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish the word vague v-a-g-e means means not clear in meaning or expression inexplicit not thinking or expressing oneself clearly he says do not he said therefore do not be vague God wants us to get a clear understanding of his will and how he speaks to us another meaning is lacking definite shape form or character vague of statements meanings etc not explicit not clearly perceptible or discernible not clearly or definitely established or known God does not want us to be ignorant of the devices of the enemy hallelujah not to be unwise not knowing but he wants us to have an understanding um, look up the word thoughtless hallelujah I didn't uh, look up the words last night because I became um, very tired hallelujah thoughtless the word thoughtless means hallelujah matter of fact I'm, I'm re getting these def definitions from out of the hallelujah free dictionary that is provided online it means marked by or showing lack of due forethought or care do not be thoughtless do not be vague and thoughtless 
uh, the word thoughtless marked by or showing lack of due forethought or care careless hallelujah inconsiderate of the feelings of others lacking thought inconsiderate of the feelings of others you know uh, many in the body of Christ today hallelujah do not consider the feelings of others matter of fact they don't care about your feelings but here the Lord is telling us that we are not to be thoughtless or careless hallelujah or inconsiderate of our brothers and sisters feelings hallelujah or even the loss for that matter inconsiderate is the main point in thoughtlessness having or showing lack of thought unable to think not having the power of thought we are to consider hallelujah our brothers and sisters think before you talk before you speak when we allow the Holy Spirit to do the speaking the Holy Spirit would only speak what God speaks to him see because the Holy Spirit God searches the mind and the heart of every individual person and when we are completely yielded refilled by the Holy Spirit and yielded to the Holy Spirit hallelujah we hallelujah are able to consider others feelings we are able to identify with their hurts hallelujah he says do not be vague and thoughtless and foolish but understanding and firmly grasping what the will of the Lord is he says firmly grasping hallelujah what the Lord, will of the Lord is hallelujah God wants us to grasp hallelujah what his will is he wants us to have an understanding of what his will is how he speaks to us individually the word grasp means to take hold of or size firmly with the hand the foot another body part or an instrument so God wants you to take hold of and size firmly Hallelujah! What His will is for your life. Another word meaning for grasp means to hold with the arms, to embrace. We are to embrace the will of the Lord for our lives once He speaks it unto us. Another word is to take hold of intellectually, comprehend, to understand. Hallelujah. We are to understand what the will of the Lord is. Hallelujah. With all thy getting, get understanding, the word of God says in Proverbs. We must, we can receive the word and not have understanding. But we are to get understanding. 
to grasp it, to grab hold of it. Hallelujah. Another meaning is to show eager and prompt willingness or acceptance. Now once God reveals His will to you, you must be willing to follow it, accept it, and obey it. Hallelujah. A firm hold or grasp and embrace the ability or power to size or attain understanding comprehension. Hallelujah. This is why it's so important, beloved, that you pick up the word of God and search the scriptures for yourself. Hallelujah. God Almighty has sent the Holy Spirit to be your teacher of the Word of God. Even when you go to church and you receive a sermon. And if you don't have understanding, ask God for understanding of the Scriptures, of what you're trying to say, Father. What are you saying? He is more than happy to give you understanding of His Word. Now, I went a little bit farther and picked up some commentary notes here from the Faith Life Study Bible. The word foolish refers to being ignorant of God's values, concerns, and authority. The will of the Lord, God is to be, is, God wills to bring all of creation under the authority of Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 and 10 reads, Making known to us the mystery, secret of His will, His plan, of His purpose, and it is this, in accordance with His good pleasure, His merciful intention, which He had previously purpose and set forth in him he planned for the maturity of the times and the climate of the ages to unify all things and head them up and consummate them in Christ both things in heaven and things on earth it is God's will to bring all creation under the authority of Christ the Messiah all things in heaven and all things in earth that includes you and I hallelujah turn your sword to Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 15 hallelujah there's a lot of scriptures references hallelujah I'm only going to uh, do a few of them Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 reads it says look carefully then how you walk hallelujah live purposefully and worthily and accurately not as the unwise and witless but as wise sensible intelligent people Colossians hallelujah turn your Bible turn your swords to Colossians chapter 
4 verse 5 chapter 4 verse 5 Colossians chapter 4 verse 5 behave yourself wisely living prudently and with discretion in your relations with those of the outside world the non-christians making the very most of the time and sizing buying up the opportunity turn your swords to first king first king chapter 3 and we're going to read verse verses 9 to 12 1st king chapter 3 verses 9 to 12 it reads out the amplified bible it says so give your servant an understanding mind and a, and a hearing heart to judge your people give you a little background of what this is king solomon god asks king solomon what he desired for him to do for him and this is King Solomon's response this is what he wanted this is what he desired we should have the same desire and want that King Solomon had hallelujah if God were to ask you hallelujah Susan what is it that you would have for me to do for you now I'm hoping Susan has a heart and a love for God that she would be like King Solomon was hallelujah not not worldly and not into material things but here is King Solomon's response he says so give your servant an understanding mind and a hearing heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge and rule this your great people hallelujah we want to be able we want to have a heart and a mind to be able to rightly discern the will of God for others lives to to, to judge them properly according to God's will his mind he says so give your servant an understanding mind and a hearing heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge and rule this your great people it pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this verse 11 God said to him because you have asked this and have not asked for long life or for riches nor for the lives of your enemies but have asked for yourself understanding to recognize what is just and right behold I have done as you asked I have given you a wise discerning mind so that no one before you was your equal and nor shall any any arise after you equal to you hallelujah now James chapter 1 verse 5 says if any of you is deficient in wisdom let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgedly without reproaching or fault finding and it will be given to him now God will give you wisdom when you ask 
but I don't think that he will give you the type of wisdom that Solomon had here is a blessing in asking for God to give you an understanding mind and to give you a, a hearing heart that you may hear the heart of God concerning his sheep concerning his people hallelujah God did not call us into leadership to be abusive to the sheep to be overpowering over authoritative or authoritative to his sheep but that we would take in consideration that these are God's sheep and that we are only stewards over them so we are to take care on how we treat God's sheep and the only way we can take care is to ask God to give us an understanding mind and a hearing heart on how to judge his people righteously hallelujah how to deal with them righteously and when we seek the Lord and ask him for this for his wisdom there is a blessing in it hallelujah it pleases the Lord this pleases the Lord when we don't ask out of selfishness self means hallelujah when we are seeking God for the best of others when we is not about us anymore it's about Lord give me wisdom that I may be able to instruct your people righteously give me an ear that I may hear what you're saying to me that I may com communicate your heart to your people hallelujah so God had granted him a discerning mind hallelujah which we must have today in the body of Christ turn to Psalms chapter 11 111 and verse 10 hallelujah we must understand beloved that the Bible is God's written word his voice his heart communicating to us on paper and we must read it we must view it and we must hear it as a spiritual book God sent along the Holy Spirit to assist us in our search in our seeking of God through the written word hallelujah we must keep this in mind that it is a spiritual book the Bible is a spiritual book hallelujah it's like no other book in the world it is spiritual it is alive it is life breathing and when you approach it in a spiritual sense the word will become alive to you hallelujah Psalms chapter 111 verse 10 reads out the amplified the reverent fear and worship of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom the reverent let me see it reads out of the King James the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom hallelujah to fear to have fear of the Lord of his awesomeness of his wonder is the beginning of wisdom that's the beginning of wisdom a good understanding have all they that do his commandments his praise endured forever 
continuing now that he amplified he said the reverent fear and worship of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom where does wisdom begins it begins hallelujah in the fear of the Lord having fear of the Lord and skill the preceding and the first initial the prerequisite and the alphabet God is the alpha and the omega he is the beginning and the end hallelujah and when we have fearful worship of the Lord he will impart wisdom to us he says a good understanding wisdom and meaning have all those who do the will of the Lord their praise their praise of him endures forever in Job 28:12 he says but where shall wisdom be found and where is the place of understanding he says where shall wisdom be found here in the um, the uh, commentary notice says for the amplified commentary wisdom is capitalized as a reminder of its divine implications Note that the pronouns referring to wisdom are not capitalized. Hallelujah. Proverbs. Hallelujah. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 1 verse 23. It reads, If you will turn, repent, and give heed to my reproof, behold, wisdom... He said, I, wisdom, will pour out my spirit upon you. I will make my words known to you. Listen to this again, beloved. He says, if you will return, repent, and give heed to my reproof, behold, I, wisdom, will pour out my spirit up on you I will make my words known to you hallelujah glory he is wisdom the Lord God almighty is wisdom beloved he is wisdom and he has made a promise here in Proverbs chapter 1 verse 23 hallelujah that when we turn and repent that he has made a promise that he would pour out his spirit upon us we can go a little bit farther as more cross references to hallelujah, more cross references Proverbs chapter 1 verse 2 that people may know skillfully and godly wisdom and instruction discern and comprehend the words of understanding and insight receive instruction in wise dealing and the discipline of wise thoughtfulness righteousness and integrity that prudence may be given to the simple and knowledge discretion and discernment to the youth hallelujah God, it is God's desire to know wisdom he wants you to know wisdom he wants to impart wisdom to you hallelujah 
Here Solomon opens wide the doors of his Proverbs with a special message of welcome to the unlearned, the simple, the foolish, the young and even the wise that all will hear and increase in learning. To know the Lord, hallelujah, to fear him is the beginning of wisdom. A key term in the book of Proverbs, wisdom, is capitalized throughout as God's design for living and as a reminder of Christ whom the Apostle Paul calls the wisdom of God in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge hallelujah with all thy getting get understanding God desires for us to have wisdom beloved hallelujah he desires for us to have wisdom. In Job chapter 28 verse 28 it reads, But to man he said, Behold, the reverential and worshipful fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 reads, The reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is the beginning and the principle and choice part of knowledge, its starting point and its essence. But fools despise skillful and godly wisdom, instruction and discipline. We must have a desire. Hallelujah. We must have a desire to want to be taught and led and guided by wisdom, which is God, the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We must have, we must have that desire, beloved. It's the principal thing to get. Hallelujah. Here it says in Proverbs 1 verse 7 that it is a choice part of knowledge. It is the starting point and its essence. Hallelujah. But fools despise skillful and godly wisdom. They despise instruction and discipline. Fools do. Proverbs 9 verse 10 reads out the Amplified. Hallelujah. The, uh, the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is the beginning the chief and choice part of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight and understanding God wants us hallelujah to understand and not to walk in ignorance of himself nor of our enemy he wants us to have understanding he wants us to have knowledge hallelujah Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 22 reads their chastisement will continue until it has accomplished its purpose for my people are stupid says the Lord replying to Jeremiah they do not know and understand me they are thick headed children and they have no understanding they are wise to do evil but to do good they have no knowledge and know not how 
Now that's deep, beloved. That's a deep scripture there. Hallelujah. God had to chasten the children of Israel because they're continuing uh, falling back into idolatry and all kind of sins of the flesh. God has to chasten them. Hallelujah. Don't you realize that God was chasing you? whom he loves God chastens those whom he loves hallelujah he says their chastisement will continue until it has accomplished its purpose hallelujah sometimes beloved we go through trials because God is chastening us especially when you have unconfessed sin in your heart in your life God will chasing you until its purpose it, until it has accomplished its purpose and he wants to bring you to repentance he wants to bring you to understanding of why he is chastening you but most time beloved when we go through we crying out to God to deliver us but we don't seek wisdom to understand why we why we are why why are we having these tribulations? Hallelujah. We're not checking off every dot. Most of the time, beloved, is because of sin in our hearts. And God chastens those whom he loves. He said, My people are stupid, says the Lord. They do not know and understand me. The Lord does not want us to be ignorant of who he is, beloved, but he he wants us to understand him. He wants us to know him. They are thick-headed children and they have no understanding. They are wise to do evil. God does not desire for us to have wisdom in how to do evil. We are not to be wise into doing evil. But we are to seek the wisdom of God to live righteous lives separated unto him. But do but to do good they have no knowledge and know not how. Hallelujah. Let's go, hallelujah, to John chapter seven, verse seventeen, beloved. John chapter seven, verse seventeen. John chapter 7 verse 17 reads If any man desires to do his will God's pleasure he will know have the needed illumination to recognize and can tell for himself whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking from myself and of my own accord and on my own authority this is Christ the Messiah that is speaking Hallelujah. He says, if any man desires to do his will, God's pleasure, he would know, have the needed illumination to recognize and can tell for himself whether the teaching is from God or whether a man or a woman are speaking from themselves or on their own accord or their own authority. God wants us to have wisdom beloved he does not want us to be ignorant hallelujah of the devices and trickery of the enemy that is going on today 
Romans chapter 12 verse 2 goes back once again this is about hallelujah the fourth time and throughout our studies Romans chapter 12 verse 2 is constantly coming up so this is a very important verse for us to memorize and write upon the tables of our heart it says do not be conformed to this world this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs but be transformed changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideas and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you turn now to 1st Thessalonians 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 we're going to read verses 1 to 3 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1 to 3 furthermore brethren we beg and admonish you in virtue of our union with the Lord Jesus that you follow the instructions which you learn from us about how you ought to walk so as to please and gratify God as indeed you are doing and that you do so even more and more abundantly attaining yet greater perfection in living in this life we are to follow the instructions of the apostles the twelve original apostles Hallelujah! under the new covenant which is our instructions of how to live this born again believer's life that is found in the new testament in the gospels and in the epistles the letters we are commanded to follow their instructions and what they are teaching and in order to do that we must read it we must read our manual for the born again believer and that's the new testament beloved hallelujah now every now and then god will take you back into the old testament using old old testament scriptures but to gain instruction and understanding on how to live and walk the christian life we must read the new testament our the new covenant the the uh believer's manual of how to live this born again life in Christ the Messiah verse 2 for you know what char charges and precepts we gave you on the authority and by the inspiration of the Lord Jesus these are the words of Christ the Messiah verse 3 for this is the will of God that you should be consecrated separated and set apart for pure and holy living that you should obtain and shrink from all sexual vice hallelujah that you should obtain and shrink from all sexual vice this is the will of God for you for every born again believer the will of God for your life is that you will obtain and shrink from all sexual vice in his eyesight this is unimpure, unimpure, impurity 
apart for pure and holy living and in God's eyesight when you are not obtaining and shrinking away from sexual vice you are impure hallelujah if you ever get an understanding and read the Old Testament it was I believe three things that the children of Israel always fell into breaking God's Sabbath idolatry and sexual sins three areas beloved that they were always falling into and God was always disciplining them in these three areas breaking God's Sabbath hallelujah idolatry and sexual sins glory to God hallelujah let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18 reads out the Amplified. He says, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and the mediator of that will. God's will for your life is to give, be thankful and to give Him thanks no matter what the circumstance may be. Ephesians 5 verse 20 reads, At all times and for everything, give thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to the Father. Hallelujah. Turn to First Peter. Let's turn our swords to First Peter chapter 4 and verse 2. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 2 it reads out the Amplified so that he can no longer spend the rest of his natural life living by his human appetites and desires let's let's move up 1 Peter chapter 1 1 Peter chapter 3 we're going to read verses I'm sorry, 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 reads out the Amplified Bible. He says, so since Christ suffered in the flesh for us, for you, arm yourselves with the same thought and purpose patiently to suffer rather than fail to please God. For whoever has suffered in the flesh having the mind of Christ is done with intentional sin, has stopped pleasing himself and the world and pleases God. So that he can no longer spend the rest of his natural life living by his human appetites and desires, but he lives for what God wills. Notice he says that is done with intentional sin has stopped pleasing himself and the world and he's turned to pleasing God this is God's will for your life hallelujah hallelujah here David Gazek G-U-Z-I-K in doing word commentary writes 
understand what the will of the Lord is, this is what real wisdom is. It is the contrast to being unwise. Our main understanding of the will of the Lord comes from a good knowledge of His Word. Hallelujah. Understand what the will of the Lord is. This is what real wisdom is. It is the contrast to being unwise. Our main understanding of the will of the Lord comes from a good knowledge of His Word. Walking in the light means constant filling with the Holy Spirit. And it goes on uh, with uh, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 17 and 18 are connected. But I'm not going to go into the commentary. Hallelujah. Of um, what I had read. Wherefore, seeing that ye need to walk so circumspectly, choosing and using the right opportunity of good. Unwise, a different Greek word from that in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15, translates foolish or senseless. Understanding, not merely knowing as a matter of fact, but knowing with understanding. The will of the Lord as to how each opportunity is to be used. The Lord's will ultimately is our sanctification. First Thessalonians verse chapter 4 and verse 3. And that in everything meantime we should give thanks. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 and Ephesians chapter 5 verse 10. He says, be ye not, become ye not, let not unwatchfulness pull you down. We are to watch, we are to be wise, understanding, to understand what the will of the Lord is, the goal and perfect and acceptable will of God. He wants us to understand, to come to a understanding. Hallelujah. The good and the perfect and acceptable will of God apprehended by the disciple who is being transformed by the renewing of his mind. Romans 12 verse 2. A passage must in point here is a point. Not independent reason but the illuminated perceptions of a soul awake to God's will have a true institution and to his will both as to that invulnerable attitude of the Christian subjection to and love of the will of God and as to the detailed opportunities of action in that attitude of the divine will and our relations to it and of the examples of the Lord. Hallelujah. There's many scriptures, beloved, that we that touches on hallelujah the will of God for Ephesians chapter five verse seventeen introduction. Hallelujah. As we mentioned in the introduction of this course, the Bible is a history of methods by which God 
communicated to man and the response of mankind to the voice of God. This chapter examines the biblical record to discover the methods by which God communicates to man. The written word. As we learned in previous lessons, God speaks to man through his written word. God does not need to speak to you concerning things already revealed in the scriptures. When God uses other methods to communicate, they will never conflict with his written word. The rhema word and the logos word never conflicts with each other. Whenever God speaks to you via a prophet is always confirming with the word of God. Hallelujah. Prayer. There are many biblical examples of God speaking as a result of prayer. Prayer and fasting, doing without food for spiritual reasons, resulted in God speaking to Paul and Barnabas. Acts chapter 13 verses 2 through 3 reads, And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Prayer is to include the request for the fulfillment of God's will on earth. Jesus taught his followers how to pray. Matthew chapter 10, chapter 6 verse 10 reads, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Jesus prayed for direction from God prior to the selection of his disciples. Luke chapter 6 verse 12 and 13 reads, And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples, and of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles. Jesus prayed for God's will prior to his death. Luke chapter 22, verse 42, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will but thine will be done. And I love, hallelujah, the experience of the Garden of Gethsemane. Here in the Garden of Gethsemane, where Christ shared his first, his shed, shed, the first time that Christ shed his blood was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And it was in warfare prayer against his will. Hallelujah. He shed his blood for the very first time. When the scripture says that his sweat became as great drops of blood. He shed his blood in prayer for you and I, beloved. Hallelujah. That the Father's will will be done and not his own. Glory to God. Counselors. God communicates his will through Christian counselors. There are many biblical examples of people people seeking guidance from men of God or women from God. The Bible states in Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14, where where no counsel is, the people fall. 
but in the multitude of counselors there is safety hallelujah you know beloved I was um as my walk as a young Christian I would often seek Christian godly counsel see and when you when we thinking when you when you are dealing with people that are walking in the flesh they would they would think with their minds that you're being weak when you're actually doing what Proverbs chapter 11 verse 14 says for you to do he says where no counsel is the people fall but in the multitude of counsels there is safety and as I was hallelujah I would ask questions that I would seek the Lord and um, uh, talk to the ministers talk to different ministers beloved and and their carnal thinking hallelujah some considered me not saved some considered me weak matter of fact some got frustrated with me a friend in the Lord friend in the Lord has this mindset and got tired of me and this individual person does not know that God has revealed this to me about their heart towards me hallelujah but here it says that in a multitude of counselors there is safety so never beloved stop asking questions never stop seeking counsel from godly men and women but this do this beloved ask the Lord whom he wills for you to seek the counsel from see because all leaders are not being led by the spirit beloved Many are still thinking carnally. They counsel to you carnally. Will mess your life up. Will bring discouragement to you. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 15 reads. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Mark these in your Bible. Write these up on the table of your heart, beloved. There is wisdom when you seek counsel. There is safety in a multitude of counselors. Hallelujah. But the men and women of today, hallelujah, they have they lack patience. They lack tolerance. They lack endurance because they don't want to counsel God's people. Hallelujah. But God is raising up a people that will have a heart for God's people. Hallelujah. That will give them godly counsel. That will not, hallelujah, get impatient. But will endure. That will strive with you. This is the type of people that God is raising up today. That will strive with you. That won't get tired and weary of you. He's not raising up, hallelujah, people that smile in your face, but as soon as you hang up the phone or walk away from them, they're talking about you. Hallelujah. It's time out for all that. God is calling a people that have genuine love in their heart for one another. See, your true love shows through your actions. Action speaks louder than words. Believe it or not. Hallelujah. Christ showed that when he shed his blood in Geshemin all the way to Calvary he showed his love through what he went through and what he did 
circumstances God communicates his plan through circumstances one excellent Old Testament example of this is the life of Joseph recorded in Genesis chapter 37 through 50 Joseph's brother sold him into slavery in Egypt but he viewed this as the direction of God Genesis 45 verse 5 through 8 reads now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither what the devil meant for evil God will work it out and turn it around for your good continue for God did send me before you to preserve life his brothers thought that they were they were jealous beloved isn't that happening in the church today jealousy they were jealous of their brother because of the dreams that he shared with them they had hatred in their heart and they threw him in a pit they wanted to kill and murder them but they had a conscience so they took him out and sold him as a slave to a caravan that was passing by. But see, but the, all of this was in the plan of God. God saw the future. God knows the future. Joseph didn't. His brothers didn't. But God knew. So he used Joseph. Hallelujah. He allowed him to go through these things for a reason and for a purpose. To preserve the life of his 12 brothers. Of his father. He had a purpose. For God did send me before you to preserve life. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth. And to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me hither but God. Joseph came to that understanding when the purposes and will of God was revealed to him through prayer hallelujah he had the dream God gave him the dream and the vision he had no understanding though but when the king had that dream about the phantom God set Joseph up hallelujah to be in a position where he can save the lives of his brothers and his kinsmen and his father by bringing them to Egypt setting them up in Goshen Goshen whatever the city was called God had a purpose and a plan through any circumstances beloved there is a reason let us begin to seek God for the reason to give us understanding that we may see the will of God that we may see into the will of God hallelujah we go through things beloved and it hurts yes it hurts honey but there's a reason because God is shaping and molding you you know we must go through the furnace of the furnace fire Gold, hallelujah, goes through a melting pot. And the purpose of it, for them melting the gold, is to remove all the impurities to bring them up to the surface. So everything that we go through, we are tested, we are tried, hallelujah, in the furnace fire of affliction. Testing of our faith that God may remove the pure impurities 
that they may serve us and that we, we may be delivered from these things because God has a purpose in mind for your family for people on your job for your future for souls beloved we must see this we must accept and it's hard beloved hey I'm a living testimony difficult and I did it in silence I didn't complain to anyone but it was hurting on the inside hallelujah and God hallelujah delivered God showed me hallelujah and I thank God for my trials and my tribulations I thank him for his for chastening me for disciplining me hallelujah as I wouldn't be here today doing this broadcast hallelujah through circumstances over which Joseph had no personal control he was used of God to save the lives of thousands of people in a time of severe phantom Paul wrote some interesting words in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18 hallelujah 1 Thessalonians go there 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 18 which reads out the Amplified Bible because it was our will to come to you I mean that I Paul again and again wanted to come but Satan hindered and impeded us he told believers at Thessalonica he was prevented from visiting them because Satan hindered them. Since he could not go to them, he wrote to the church at Thessalonica. Satan's hindering resulted in the book of First Thessalonians and the important message Paul shared had greater impact than would have resulted from a visit. It had been passed down through the centuries for the benefit of all believers. God had a purpose for allowing Satan to hinder Paul for, from going to Thessalonica. And that was to write 1 Thessalonians, Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians, which we have today. Nothing occurs apart from God's knowledge even when circumstances block what you might perceive to be God's will God is not God is still in control God can take any deed whether whether of Satan or man and use it for his own purposes we have a wonderful promise from God regarding circumstances Romans chapter 8 verse 28 which reads and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose I want to read this out of the Amplified Bible and I tell you beloved this scripture got me through hallelujah in my first stages of being born again Romans chapter 8 verse 28 reads out the Amplified. It says, For we are assured and know God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to His design 
and purpose. One word of warning. Caution must be used in considering circumstances alone to determine God's will. For example, God told a prophet named Jonah to go to Nivea to, to preach. When he came to the waterfront, there was a boat leaving for Tarsus. He took this boat instead of going to Nivea. He might have said, there is a cabin open on this boat going to the opposite direction. So it must be God's will that I go. Hallelujah. So we must, this is caution, beloved. This is a warning. Caution must be used in considering circumstances alone to determine God's will. We must seek the Lord's face. We must fast and pray. I did that, beloved. Hallelujah. I didn't seek God's face. Hallelujah. But I went on another person's uh, prophecy. Hallelujah. On her. What she was saying. But I, I, I felt it in my spirit. Is when my first time coming to California. A young lady. Hallelujah. Needed help. And the Lord. Matter of fact the Lord is the one that told me to find her and get in contact with her. But it wasn't for the purpose of coming here to be an assistant to her. But nevertheless, she needed someone to be to stay a stay in helper to help her. So I didn't have money at the time. You know, and I'm waiting on the Lord. And God began to show me things. She got impatient with me. What she did, she already had someone helping her. What she did, she fired them. Because I told her that I would come. She fired her. This young lady. And now she's complaining to me. When you going to be here. When you going to be pressuring me. Hallelujah. And I mean it got terrible. Beloved. And I would ask her. Where's your faith? You don't believe God can sustain you. Until I get there. And I mean this went on for about three months hallelujah and I was very uncomfortable about uh, help coming to help her now in the meantime I still had to bring my granddaughter down here to California to, to spend the summer so it all worked out for good hallelujah but it turned up that um, the, 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 the young lady showed her face I ended up getting sick and couldn't and she was I didn't want to share whatever it was that I was sick with onto her because she was already sick she was very sensitive and I didn't want to put her life in danger so I, I would help the coming when I got to California she got real angry God revealed his will it wasn't for me to be with her hallelujah her heart was not right glory to God um Circumstances of life must be viewed in relation to what God reveals through other methods. God had already communicated his will to Jonah. Jonah manipulated circumstances to feel his own wishes. And this is what this young lady did. Hallelujah. I had a heart for her. I wanted to help her. I wanted to be there to assist her and help her. But God revealed, hallelujah, it was another form of the enemy that used her to continue to bring the spirit of rejection upon me. Hallelujah. She said we can be friends, but we can't work in the ministry. 
first of all I never asked her to help me with my ministry but she linked her own understanding she even lied and told people on a prayer line that she was helping me with my ministry but in turn I, I helped her with her ministry by giving her all the information that I obtained through search, searching, seeking and being led by the Spirit of certain sites that the Holy Spirit led me to that I shared that information to her without no cause. Hallelujah. So we must definitely walk in wisdom, beloved. Hallelujah. And I confronted her about that. I said, first of all, I never asked you to help me with my ministry. How are you helping me with my ministry when I'm the one that gave you links and information on how to get your ministry up and started and running? So we must definitely seek the Lord's face. Open and closed doors. Open and closed doors. Circumstances of life result in what has come to be called open and closed doors. Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 8 and 9. But I will tarry at Athesians until Pentecost, for a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. Paul decided to stay at Athesians, because through circumstances arranged by God, there was a great opportunity for Christian service open to him. In Athesians, he called this an open door. Another occupation Paul records his desire to minister in certain areas but the doors there were closed Acts chapter 16 verse 6 through 7 reads now when they had gone through Perga and the region of Galata and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia after they were come to Mysia they assayed to go into Beth but the spirit suffered them not hallelujah a closed door does not mean you have missed God's will a closed door does not mean you have missed God's will it does not mean it is not his will to do something Paul later evangelized in Asia God is directing you by closing a door he leads through closed he leads through closed as well as open doors. Sometimes a door is closed because it is not the right timing in the plan of God. Sometimes a door close, closes because it is not the right timing in the plan of God. Later that same door may open to you. And this is true, beloved. When I first came down here, I could not find a job. So I went back to Chicago. I've been looking for a job for close to four years, beloved. No door was open for me in Chicago at all. And I put in a lot of applications and sent my resume. I got weary of doing that. It can, you know, it's overbearing when you have to do that looking for a job. But every door was closed. Hallelujah. Meantime, my daughter was down here, you know, and I told her, but when I first went home, I said, don't forget about me. 
and you know I left it as that I'm continuing seeking the Lord in the word you know praying hallelujah dealing with the demons in the house that I was in hallelujah continue seeking the Lord and then one day she called me ma can you come down here and help me with the kids I felt a peace in my spirit I knew that this was the will of God I knew it how I knew it because three enemies came to try to convince me not to go anyway come down here it was hard in the beginning was doing housekeeping with my daughter put in some applications forgot that I put in an application at um, Chipotle forgot all about that Holy Spirit told me go in my email read my email they was having a job fair so I went on to the job fair when I was sitting at the job fair it was young people there I said Lord I said these are young people I won't be able to fit in they won't hire me you know what beloved that same day after I left the first interview that same day they called me when I got home it was no less than two. it took me about a half an hour to get home because I was walking I had to walk about, a, about two hours later they called and asked me if I could come in for a second interview it blew me away I knew it was God this time I had a, a, a second interview and it was with all the uh, managers. I didn't know they were managers at the time, but they were managers. They hired me on the spot. There was another girl there too. I burst out in tears, beloved. They didn't understand it. They didn't understand what was going on with me. Hallelujah. But I burst out in tears. I was overwhelmed. I was happy. Because that was God that opened the door for me. After four years of looking for employment, God moved me to California, opened a door of employment for me, stayed there for a year. Almost as close, see, a year, about eight months, it was almost two years. That door closed. He moved me somewhere else. All things work together for the good of those that love God mind you beloved I came to California when I was in Chicago I was been homeless for about seven years okay next time I have to do it on the other phone hallelujah I lost everything. I came down here with just two suitcases, my laptop. That's it. Here it is, two years later, beloved. I still got my laptop, but I have a desktop now. I had no car. I have a car now. Have a job. God is good. All things work together for them that love to for them that love God. Hallelujah. Angels. Angels. Lot was given direction by angels who appeared at his home in Sodom. He was told to leave Sodom because the judgment of God was going to fall on the city. Genesis chapter 19. An angel spoke to Philip and told him to go to Samaria. Acts chapter 8 verse 26. 
the births of John the Baptist and Jesus was announced by angels Luke chapter 1 there are numerous biblical records of angels appearing to communicate the will of God to man you can find others examples in your own study of scriptures miracles a miracle is a supernatural event which is beyond the power of man to perform God spoke through a miracle in the event recorded in 1 Kings chapter 18. The prophet Elijah was told to prepare an altar before the Lord. Elijah prepared the altar and cried. That's 1 Kings chapter 18 verse 36, 38 and 39. Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and of Israel. Let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. Now that's power. That's that's the awesomeness of God. Not only did it burn up the sacrifice... It burnt up the wood. The stones. Little stones y'all. And the dust. And it licked up. The water. That was in the trench. That's power. That's the awesomeness of God. And when all the people saw it. They fell on their faces. And they said the Lord. He is God. The Lord, He is God. God used this miracle to speak to men who worshipped idols and revealed Himself as the true and living God. God has also revealed His will through miracles in nature. A pillar of fire and a cloud in the sky gave direction to the nation Israel by night and day as they traveled through the desert. Exodus chapter 13 verse 21 and 22 reads and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them in the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of the fire by night from before the people You can find many other biblical examples of God communicating to men through miracles. Watch for these in your own, in your own personal Bible study. Hallelujah. Um, we got a few more to go, but it is one, it is 12.04. Hallelujah. My time has run out. My time is there. We're going to do the dreams. Hallelujah. We can. God desire dreams. God desires so much to communicate with us that He even speaks while we sleep. God speaks in dreams. There are not the normal dreams experienced by everyone. These are not the normal dreams experienced by everyone. They are supernatural dreams given by God. They are detailed specific and reveal his will the following are a few of many biblical examples Genesis chapter 20 verse 3 God warned Amalek in a dream about his sin of taking Abraham's wife Genesis 31 verse 11 through 13 and an angel spoke to Jacob 
in a dream to remind him of his vow to God. Genesis chapter 37, God used dreams to reveal his will to Joseph. 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 5, God appeared to Solomon in a dream and gave him the opportunity to ask for whatever he desired. Matthew chapter 2 verse 12 and 13, a dream was used to direct wise men to return to their country by a different route because of an evil king. These are just a few of the many examples of how God communicates through dreams. You can find other examples as you continue to study this method of guidance in God's word. Visions. A vision is similar to a dream but differs because you are awake. It is like a, it is like having a dream without being asleep. Visions may be seen with spiritual eyes as well as the physical eyes. This means you might not actually see it with your natural eyes, but God gives you a picture of something in your spirit. The following are a few of many biblical examples where visions were used by God to communicate with man. Genesis 15, God appeared to Abraham in a vision and made him a great promise. The book of Daniel is filled with visions as well as dreams. God used these to reveal many things about the future of the world. He spoke to many other Old Testament prophets through visions. Acts chapter 10. God gave Peter a vision concerning the need to take the gospel to the Gentile nations. Acts chapter 16 verse 9. God called Paul to Macedonia through a vision. Acts chapter 18 verse 9 through 10. God spoke to Paul in the night through a vision. The final book in the Bible, Revelation, is based on a vision seen by the Apostle Paul. An audible voice. God spoke to Paul in an audible voice during a journey along the Demachus Road. You can read the story in Acts chapter 9. Verses 4 and 5 of Acts chapter 9 reads, And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the prick. And um, when I was born again, beloved, God would speak to me audibly. You can believe it or not. Hallelujah. It is what it is. It's the truth. Many people don't believe it, but that's okay. I know. God would speak to me audibly. Hallelujah. He would show me visions and signs and dreams. He dealt with me in many areas. God also spoke to Samuel in an audible voice. In 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 10, And the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant hear it the Bible is full of the declaration and God said or references to the fact that God spoke or commanded often this was an audible voice but there is another voice through which God speaks the inner voice of the Holy Spirit hallelujah and when we come back beloved when we come back we're going to 
touch into that subject it will be part two of lesson six and we're going to talk about the inner voice of the holy spirit hallelujah my time has ran out come to discover that the text that i sent out hallelujah uh was not delivered hallelujah um to those whom i had sent it out to glory to god to those that whom i had sent it out to but um Glory to God. Because I sent it through the wrong application. But I won't make that mistake uh, next time. But hallelujah. My time has ran out. Glory to God. Let us close in prayer. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father. For all that you've done and yet doing in our lives. Thank you, Yahweh. Hallelujah. That you give us clear understanding and insight into your will for our lives. That you direct us, Father, down the right path in the direction where you desire for us to go, O Lord. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and yet doing in our lives, O Father God. We praise you, we magnify you, and we glorify you, O Lord. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah. For all that you've done, Father, for us today. We give you the glory, we give you the praise, and we give you the honor, Abba, Father God. We say thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. For all that you've done for us, O Father. We thank you, and we glorify you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father. In the name of your Son, Yeshua, Hamashiach, we pray. Amen. You know, beloved, I made many mistakes in my in my walk with the Lord but God had a plan and a purpose and he still have a plan and a purpose for my life and the work that he began on the inside of me he shall complete it hallelujah that includes for your life as well beloved the work that God has called you to his purpose and his plan for your life he's going to complete it all we have to do is just yield hallelujah seek his face continue to love the Lord continue to thank him even in the low valleys and when you get up to the high mountains praise him 
when even when you get up to the high mountains continue to praise him we are commanded to praise him in the low valleys and the high through all our circumstances let us seek the Lord and find out what his will is for our life and it comes through reading the New Testament the Gospels Matthew, Mark, Luke and John and the Epistles is the new the born again believers covenant manual it would teach you how to walk the Christian life to live it God would speak to you about his will and his desire for your life as a born again believer we must seek the Lord's face that he would give us a willing heart and understanding heart and a hearing ear a heart of hearing that we may hear his voice and a heart to submit and obey well beloved until we meet again hallelujah I will be posting the next time I'm online for the broadcast it seems like when we finish the Roman study hallelujah and I change jobs glory to God I'm not on as often as I was and that doesn't mean that I'm not dedicated because I am I was dedicated for a whole year but God is instructing me men are talking to me hallelujah but the next time that I'm on air if I don't have your telephone number I will post it on Facebook on Google and Spreaker and if you don't have the Spreaker telephone number to call in and listen to the broadcast is 724-444-7444 and you enter in the code 143040 pound hallelujah well beloved may God bless you may God keep you may God's face shine upon you as you continue to seek his face by sitting at his feet and learning from him until then beloved God bless you and shalom Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.